0: Let's tune into Brad and Britt. It is the first Brad and Britt cast of the year. We're glad you are with us. Thank you for joining us. We are live in the 1.30 hour Eastern time on Facebook and uh, wherever you get your crap. <laughs> what that's right. Say. No, that's you know, accurate. What, what, well, yeah. Um, I have, uh, I, I was reading. As I often do, because you know I'm, I'm a, I read the New Yorker. Okay. Uh, because I'm I'm that well read. I'm that much of an elitist. I'm a. No, I'm not. What's Hardly
1: what's the what's the sub to the New Yorker costing you? Seventy five cents? Have they gone down to that much? Uh, no, no. But I, no, I I actually
0: got it for free. Okay. This is this is how I got it for free. I used one of those third party things. Yeah. Okay. And. They com- they completely fucked up. <laughs> they they just they just blew it because I paid them like a uh, hundred bucks for two years or so, which actually fifty a year is a great price for. It. Yeah. Oh, and so like three months goes by, no magazine, nothing comes, and and so I I write them, I, I call them, and they they apologize and they refund my money and. No harm, no foul. Next thing I know, the magazine starts coming, and it hasn't stopped.
1: I'm a, into the second year of really free, free New Yorker. So, for some it's, reason, for a while, I was receiving People magazine last year. For some oh, that, reason, or I don't oh, know. That, what. You know
0: what? That's one of the ones that's down to you know fifteen dollars. Oh for yeah, three hundred issues. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're all in trouble. All right, here you go. In this issue, which is the newest one, there's uh an article called No Limits, What Kevin McCarthy Will Do to Gain Power. And uh, this is in the first part of it, because God knows I'm not going to read a New Yorker-length thing about Kevin McCarthy right now. But I start to read it because, well, it's what I do. And um, this is so good, you can't make this up. For the past two years, his colleagues had been calling McCarthy the speaker-in-waiting, and this was a couple years ago, right, Uh when when Paul Ryan was was taking over, but Kevin McCarthy wanted the gig. Um, And Paul Ryan said Kevin McCarthy's the speaker-in-waiting. When Kevin Spacey was preparing for the role of Frank Underwood, the Machiavellian schemer on the Netflix show House of Cards, who do you think he shadowed? Who do you think no. he wanted to see in action to see the biggest lying, scheming, horseshit, spewing, crap politician in Washington to understand how a character like that might behave? Because that's what Frank Underwood was, Kevin Spacey that I man was a great role, right? He, that's right, followed, shadowed. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Come, let me show you how you do it. It doesn't get any better than that.
1: No, that sounds it's right. It's not
0: a compliment. It's not a compliment, Kevin. Did
1: although, you ever see the show? Did you ever see it? Well, although Frank Underwood would never put up with the bullshit that McCarthy's mm-hmm. having to go through now, Oh, I know. He would have started offing people. There would have been several well, people. Remember, like, remember yeah. what happens to Frank Underwood at the end. Yeah, he, yeah. He, gets, he gets blown
0: away and his wife becomes uh, the president. Yeah, right? She does. Oh, and yeah. Kevin Spacey has some problems. Oh, my. McCarthy joked, as you know, there's nothing funnier than humor.
1: One of your funnier politicians I really think of all time.
0: McCarthy joked that he agreed to it after learning that Frank Underwood would be a Democrat. <laughs> oh, Jesus! it's funny. Yeah, it's Making really funny. Sense. It's super funny. Okay. Let me just put that away. Let me put
1: that away. I think they, they've been scrambling over, you know, over the, the, the holiday trying to get these people in line and he can't do anything. Yeah, There's you nothing he can do. I know.
0: Can can I just say something? The, the, the topic is too boring for us to talk. <laughs> I don't care about. It. No, well, I don't. I, I don't. I, the, 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 I do not want to get into the weeds. Uh, the, la- the, the last thing the I would like to say is games. they.
1: They. The thing that he pitched in a meeting was, uh, what if we put a, a clause in there that you guys can take me out any time that you right. want? Right. Which I love. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. You know, all
0: football coaches kind of have that in their contracts. Yeah, but
1: they get paid off.
0: But they get paid off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they get another job usually that's pretty good this yeah you're right this is worse all right um here are the topics today gary hahn trump's taxes george santos hope said trump was hopeless barbara walters um elon channels the rent is too high guy silver lining for brad in osu's
1: loss to georgia Uh, let's do Gary Hahn first because this is one <laughs> that popped off and now has made national news. Really, it's the, the beauty of this statement, Gary Hahn, the play-by-play voice of NC State University, is it gets not only the sports websites but all of the news websites and all of the politics websites, intersects on everything. All right, let's play the
0: the uh, clip here. So he's he's broadcasting the Duke Mayo Bowl.
1: Right. Where is that played? Dude, in Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe that's the former Belk Bowl. Okay, I, I thought that might be... I believe that's what we're looking at there.
0: Since Duke Mayonnaise is not exactly a uh, nationally... No, it's a it's a regional, a regional
1: delight, a regional fanciful thing. Right.
0: Uh, so he's broadcasting a game, and he's giving scores from other games that are going on at the time. Here is Gary Hahn.
1: And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh six. That's with 11:15 to go. Right. In the okay, second. so there, there. It now was. keep it, keep, keep it going because he kicks it to his his his, his, his that runs out there. He kicks it to Tony Hahn, who has been his uh, his sidekick for all these years. Is that Tony his son. Just- <laughs> No, t- sorry Tony Haynes, Tony Haynes is who he kicks it to and and Tony just picks up like nothing's happened. he's just a, such a professional broadcaster yeah NC state's defense really has to buckle up they're running the four well, three this is well first of all, did he realize what he had just witnessed or heard I don't know that's
0: that's the first question um and uh number two, I'm sure you saw the instant defense of him, how the, you know, the, the, well, the polit- you know, he's accurate. He's telling the truth. Yes. That was basically the, uh, aggrieved white man defense. Have we, have we moved and we've
1: moved into how is this guy losing his job, but Joe Biden is keeping his, I'm assuming right. that's, that's the defense, right? Right.
0: Now what, what interests me is number one, you would think hmm, that Gary Hahn would very quickly issue an apology a i misspoke i shouldn't have said that i, I you was know, drunk he could he could have even done of, of if anyone was offended he could have done anything could have but done so far those. he's nothing. been a hundred percent silent correct nothing. yeah there's there's nothing out of him so he's he's suspended but apparently not fired and brit as uh, two people you and i who have uh, been fired not for something like this no we don't ever like to see someone's career We don't go away because of one remark. Yeah. That being said, um, the last person who would be even way more famous than than Gary Hahn, who said something that that really got him to a career ending moment was Marty Brenneman. And that was, that was
1: that was a hot mic moment. Yeah. That was uh, see that's and- that's why that's different. Gary Hahn knew that he was on the air yeah. and was very cognizant of what he was saying.
0: Right. And it was very deliberate in the way he said it. That it, it's almost as if he planned to to slip that in because it's not something that would normally fall out of your mouth when you're yeah. giving scores, you know, the Sun Bowl in, in El Paso, it's 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 one team this, one team that. If you don't you if you don't have know to if you have you to really what, consciously think how to how to wedge that that phrase in there. Illegal aliens,
1: know. don't you? If you don't know what we're talking about, with Tom Brenneman several years ago during a, a baseball game, they were coming back from a break, and he declared San Francisco to be the fag capital of America. I believe he sh- shouted it very. He didn't, and he thought he was on a hot mic. They allowed him to come oh, back. That's right. And it was Tom. It
0: wasn't. It wasn't Marty. It was Marty.
1: Marty was the uh, the Reds guy. From older Marty years. Marty was his father. Tom was on, and then. He's not been heard, but now he's – Tom Brenneman did do the apology stuff and went and talked to, uh, I think, gay and trans kids somewhere in Kentucky or something like that. And now he's back to, did I do something so bad I can never come back? He, he's he's on that uh, kick now, Yeah, you know, lately. Uh, Gary Hahn, by the way, has been the play-by-play voice of the NC State Wolfpacks uh, since 1991. 1991, Brad. Kurt cobain right, so, still drawing breath on this planet. Right. So if you have 30 years of equity
0: does the do, do two words should they end your career?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that would be that's curtain. How you go out does matter. I I do oh, no, love, no, 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 not 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 how you go out, but should
0: he go out?
1: Yeah, that should existence? be that should be it. That should be you're <laughs> well, you're done.
0: But they haven't fired him. Uh, Not yet. Obviously, obviously, Britt, there
1: is some trepidation. Well, because of there's quiet quitting and there's quiet firing. We suspend him for a while. We look for somebody else. And what do you know? We quietly on some Friday in February say, oh, Gary Hahn has decided to retire. What about that? Gary Hahn has decided to retire as the play-by-play voice of the NC State Wolfpack. I feel like that's how this is setting up.
0: I mean, I would just like an explanation from him beyond him parroting what people say on Twitter, which, well, you know he's right. They are illegal aliens. Okay. You- <laughs> you, you, you've, got, you've got to have more than that.
1: you got to I- tell us why you said it. Also, right. there's like it's like a glimpse inside his soul. You know that three seconds there was like, well, you know what this guy's all about, right? You know what this dude is. And I love how they're handling this. The the people who are in charge of the NC State um, sports properties. You know they they've got their own corporation from kind of kind of set aside from the, the university. They're like, hey, Learfield is the one. The people that employed um, him. So, they're not the not ones university. that did it. The university yeah, we, will not make this call. Is that yeah? Correct? We're we're not we're not really involved. They're the ones that suspend. Uh, You'll have to talk to Learfield, the property rights holder, because they're the ones that employ him. we
0: which of course no one knows what that is. No one knows who that is. And and right. Okay. Well, we're just that, we're, that adds we're an here. interesting wrinkle to this, doesn't it? That we're, that adds a layer of
1: it, It's just funny because they're uh, we we you know we heard about it. Uh they're gonna do, we're not we're over here. We're worried okay. about basketball season. Well, we well, we hope the payoff me well. like the
0: the CEO said, I haven't heard the tape. I don't know what he said. <laughs> I what you're talking. You're like the Republicans, right? When Trump would do something. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen the tape. <laughs> so I I don't yeah, I think he's done. I don't think he can. I mean, like you said, even if you it's the it's the marriage thing we're into now. If you apologize yeah, at this point, yeah. it does, it's like what are you doing? It's I don't know what I was thinking. He's not going to apologize, and I suppose eventually, if Fox News does get the rights to the XFL, uh, you know, he can be the play-by-play guy for conservatives. Isn't that how this is kind of kind of splitting off? Eventually, you will have oh, it where there will be conservative sports and. You'll have great people like Gary well, Hahn doing play by play. Well,
0: I I, I I checked this. The Associated Press twenty about twenty years ago said we're no longer going to use that phrase, illegal aliens, in our in our uh, uh, news coverage. That's twenty years ago. They said it's just it's just um, but apparently the United States government has not officially ever really struck the the phrase from the way they, they describe things. So if you want to, if you want to live on that Hill and, and say there, it's just, I mean, we've been on live mics, you and I collectively for 300 years. (laughs) And when some, no, there, there is no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it, but he shouldn't lose his career. But, In the world of Al Franken, okay, because are we going to go through this thing where, okay, if he would have made some kind of, quote, unquote, liberal slur, liberal slur, then they must be fired immediately. But if it's a, quote, conservative slur, which is what Illegal Aliens now is, then we're going to stand by him, okay? He deserves a second chance, there has to be something in in, in the middle here. And I, I think the middle would have been an immediate acknowledgement.
1: Yeah. An immediate acknowledgement. You, you come on, you come on the, uh, the, the program, you come on the bowl, and say, look, I made some uh, impertinent comments. I'm very sorry. It was inappropriate. And yeah. I, I hope that uh, we can move on. It
0: could have that. been within that broadcast. Somebody but heard that, it. Yeah, Somebody but. heard it. And, and for whatever reason, he, ch- remember he had control of that mic the rest of the game. Right. He was you still just, on. They didn't take him off.
1: So you just need those guys who are like the voice of a university to be the most uncontroversial people in the entire world. They have to be the most non-controversial, most boring dudes, like the guys that you would throw your keys to and say, watch my house. I'm going on a vacation for a couple of weeks. Right. And not even think, oh, I'm going to do like a killer blow party in there with hookers and all kind of great stuff. You, you, you can't have that. You're right. They have to be like the most non-controversial people ever. So
0: Gary Hahn was a trustworthy guy for 30 years, and then he decided to. He opens a window
1: to his soul. I think, he, go- I think we, I believe we had him on, on Brad and Britt. I believe he was one of John Brockwell's. He, he, John Brockwell knew all of those people, our news guy. And I think we had Gary Hahn on at least a time or two, and he was nice to us. We had no idea <laughs> his feelings on, well, on this. Now,
0: wait, 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 a minute. wait. When he called me a dirty Jew, you just well, let it go. Look, you said nothing. Well, you said I said
1: nothing. Again, again, where's the lie? That's what I was looking at at that time. <laughs>
0: By the way, isn't the, the, uh, the George Santos thing where um, he after being nailed for um uh his saying he was allegedly jewish saying well i didn't say i was a jew i said i was jew dash ish
1: like jew, okay. jew adjacent or something right yeah. which
0: which which i guess that means well, you like
1: bagels I I, I eat matzo ball soup once a week. Ha ha. So funny. So hilarious.
0: I I like that one. All right. Gary, Gary Hahn. We'll see. I, it it looks like he's, he's, uh, he's dead because they're just letting him twist in the wind here. I, I can't believe if there was going to be a, a statement of support that would have come if he was going to apologize, that would have come. I it, can't
1: wait. I can't wait to see the signs at the NC State games when they're on TV. Bring back Gary Hahn or we love Gary Hahn or some shit like that, right? He's a martyr Ill-
0: now. Yeah, illegal aliens for Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got a good one. You ready? How come Biden doesn't go down there? <laughs>
1: And people, if you don't know, if you're listening to this outside of North, North NC State's a big agriculture, you know, it's a big agriculture unit. They do a lot of other things, but they've always been, you know, it's the farm place. So. And the people who work on their farms are, <laughs> okay, that's the end of that story. All right. Um,
0: uh, Trump taxes. Hope said Trump was hopeless. Barbara Walters. Um silver lining for brad in uh, osu's loss to georgia let's just get that out of the way since we're yeah. in the college football arena i i assume you watched both of those games on saturday
1: i uh, no, i wasn't able to watch the, i wasn't able to watch the ohio state game all the way through i was just peeking
0: okay well you know me
1: i'm the yeah. worst
0: but yeah. i watched both of those games all the way through both of them, yeah. because they were—you they, couldn't turn them off. The, the, it was what never happens, which is number one: the two semifinal games, both yeah. were, you know, down to the wire, back and forth, great right. offense, and, and, and that that never happens. And they were really both great games. And uh, if you follow football, you know what what happened. And the the uh, timing was just just stunning. That the second game ended when i say at midnight i mean at midnight i mean as the clock struck 12 o'clock and you know ryan seacrest was was uh you know taking his hand off as you know what (laughs) excited that the year had passed over don lemon had been (laughs) scraped out of out of a gutter apparently cnn missed the uh they missed the
1: moment at midnight they missed missed the one o'clock the central time zone one is what they what they missed that's the most important one for me. Um, <laughs> that's the one you love. That's
0: the one I love. Um, so right at midnight, they 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 lose the game, and you know it was, it was a tough loss, tough loss. But both you know, George is a great team. Ohio State proved they're they're a great team, except for a couple defensive lapses there. Mm-hmm. Um, but but here's the point: I still revel in the fact that there was no Senator-elect Herschel Walker there. That's good. To to suck up the oxygen. That's fair. To be applauded. Yeah. To flip the coin. Long, right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He would have been everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. there would have been video packages about him. And now, 42 years later, blah, blah, blah blah, 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 And uh, I assume that uh, uh, the quarterback of Georgia, who has the all-time most disgusting white kid from the South first name Stetson. Who the fuck ever named their kid Stetson? What I was, the hell was that?
1: Because he was conceived while his dad was wearing a hat. Don't you understand? His dad was banging his mom while he was wearing a Stetson hat. I know, I know that they, they make Stetson hats,
0: I think, in Florida. And yeah. I thought, oh, he must be from Florida. No, apparently he is from Georgia. And by the way, he's 25 years old. I don't want to say maybe there's something wrong with the system. <laughs> it shouldn't there be
1: I there's, guess there's several quarterbacks in college that are older than Tua Tua Tangavailoa, the uh, starting quarterback for Miami yeah several but anyway no Herschel Walker
0: senator elect i have to just uh, take that away and
1: it was uh, if it gives you any any solace at all it was a classic game i mean one of the better games of all it's being called you know one of the best games ever played If it gives you any solace at all. No, that doesn't. But (laughs) let let me just
0: rest on it and don't throw shit at me. That is just, (laughs) which is just pablum puke, which is (laughs) good. It was a great game. Don't do that. Don't do
1: that. Would you watch it as one of those ESPN instant classics? Or would you be like, "Eh, I'm good. I don't need to see this. I won't even listen to us as an instant classic. That's true. And we are an instant classic. Uh, speaking of classics, we lost Barbara Walters. She did not make it into the new year with us. Truly a pioneer, if ever the word should be used for anyone. Yeah. Uh, I immediately noticed this.
0: Because uh, she died uh, and the news was broken into uh, all over TV uh, mid-Friday evening, mid-Friday evening. Um and they're talking on the phone to you know, people from ABC and people from NBC. Yeah, she worked with everybody. Everybody knew her. Right, right, right. And the time kept going by, kept going by. All the heavyweights from Sam Donaldson to everybody, everybody. But one person, for some reason, uh oh. No Diane Sawyer. Interesting. Now, if you recall, that was about a 20 year catfight. Because it was thought that as Diane Sawyer was becoming Diane Sawyer, that she was going to quote unquote take the place of Barbara Walters with the big interviews, whether yeah. they're political or showbiz, right, or all the all the range that that Barbara Walters had. So they would clearly scrap over who would get this interview or that interview, and. If you if you watch enough of the coverage, if you see oh on the view they had every woman oh, there's, Bart, there's there's Diane Sawyer you know she walks out with everybody else, but um, the night she died and and through the weekend I did not see very much individual interviewing of her although they they probably got some in there, uh, but it, it just seemed that the, that 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 was the big hole that was that was the one that. Uh, that I didn't see because, uh, as you know, I always look for the worst moment of what should be a uh, a series of nice moments. And and
1: uh, uh, Miss Sawyer was unable to. She was at you know she's an Aspen. She just couldn't be reached. She wasn't yeah. able to be. That's that's what it was. She was at a remote uh, location. That's,
0: that's the only thing I know. But uh, uh, people have stories about her that. The composite of her is that she really got the joke. She truly, truly got the joke. Now, did it bother her when Gilda Radner did Baba Wawa? I'm sure that it did, but you know know what she did with that? Nothing. She brushed it off, turned it around, and became the Barbara Walters that we knew later. Because remember, that was probably in the middle of her worst moment in broadcasting which was having to sit there and take shit from harry reasoner a fucking dinosaur geezer <laughs> motherfucker who who wouldn't give her the time of day on the abc evening news i mean he just just trashed her
1: he, the clip, he just trashed her i think the clip that they embedded on the new york times story was when this uh, and i again i was too young for this you're going to remember this perfectly the Earl Butts controversy when he resigns from uh, Gerald Ford's cabinet as secretary of agriculture. <laughs> Do you remember this? Well, I, I certainly remember the incident. Um, yeah. Cause it was in the midst of the 1976 campaign, the hot and heavy campaign between Jimmy Carter and Gerald Ford for the white house. And Earl Butts makes an ugly, awful, racist joke. I mean, he's the Gary Hahn of his day. Right? I, I even know the joke. That's every, so every, I, I remember the joke. The joke, the, the yeah. punchline
0: was something like um, loose shoes yeah. and a warm place to shit.
1: And okay. a tight, uh, the other part of that was a tight pussy, by the way. That's, right. your, that's exactly. your rule of threes. That's now, your comic now, rule of threes. Of
0: okay, so we're, we're talking about something. That happened 45 years ago, and Correct. I sadly remember that. that
1: Almost moment. 40, 46, going on 47 this year, Brad.
0: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's, that's a nice, that's a nice moment. I'm sure. I'm sure they handled that with, with. Uh,
1: well, they were saying something about uh, this was, this was, this is how they did whataboutism in 1976. Uh, the Ford campaign. Earl Butts believes that if he should have to apologize. That President Carter should have to apologize for the impertinent, insensitive comments he made in Playboy magazine. <laughs> what, lust in my heart? Yeah. And then Harry Reisner says to kind of interrupts Barbara and goes, Well, I, I guess the Carter campaign would be kind of, they would kind of object to that over something that was done like in this way. And it's much more, it's much worse. You know, Harry Reisner being the voice of reason, saying, Yeah, they're not really the same thing. He said that kind of on a national a broadcast.
0: Good. Well, uh, that that would be to his credit, but but in terms of him absolutely not ha- wanting to have a woman no. who was at that point the highest paid person on television because Rune Arledge paid her a million dollars to yeah. to leave uh, NBC and come over there and anchor the news and she wasn't a natural anchor so it was a bad fit. Anyway, she you know lasted less than 2 years and she went back to them and said, "Look, that's not me. Here's what I can do better than anybody else. And so she spent the next forty five years doing what she did better than anybody else. And um, on her gravestone, if there is one, I guess she would be the the uh, queen of all mentors, okay because there's there's just not one person, there's not one person that's, that's come along who hasn't said, yeah, I watched her. She was the master. She absolutely was the master of sitting there and setting you up for an uncomfortable question. It was great. It was great. She was when good. They,
1: they, she was of great. all the clips they showed, they showed when she retired from the view and it's like every woman who was ever in broadcasting yeah. came to Patriot. It was Oprah. It was Gail. It was Hoda. It was Kathy Lee. It was all, all of these Katie Kirk, everybody just lining up and, and very rightly, very properly, uh, giving her a send-off because you don't I mean that she she took so much shit for so much people for from so many people for so many years and, and they realize if you have any sense of, of decency or history if you want to find like, a, right if you want to find a great clip of her
0: here's here's the one. F- first of all, um there's a great clip of her on Letterman. Uh and it's from I think it's from the uh, the early, right after he left uh, MDC. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's an old one. And, and the, the two of them, they're, they're great. And then the other clip is um, I can't remember which show this was on, but Barbara Walters in full participation, uh, along with Sherry O'Terry, who did the definitive Barbara Walters imitation. It wasn't Gilda Radner, that was just a caricature, but Sherry O'Terry of Saturday Night Live nailed it, and they had a set-up phony interview with Barbara Walters, the real one, interviewing Barbara Walters, Sherry O'Terry, and Sherry O'Terry just kills Barbara Walters. It's great, and she's in on but she's in on the joke. And who is the most unwilling person to ever take a joke about themselves in public life right now? It's, of course, Trump we're talking about. The complete inability to laugh at yourself. The complete inability, and she was the opposite of that. And that'll get you a long way. That being said, don't you ever say anything making fun of me. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't
0: because you can't it. handle it. I can't a joke. I can't take it. So find that one, or I'll find it for you. It's great. It's it's only it's only three or four minutes long, but and it's heavily edited, perfectly
1: put together. Can we take so, a, a detour, as you mentioned him earlier, and we, can we talk about this Santos human? Can we talk about this guy? Because yeah. I have to tell you, my take is I don't even think his fucking name is George Santos at this point. No, it's so, not. It is. <laughs> it
0: is. He has that Brazil. No, he has that Brazilian surname, <laughs> uh, and they lived in Brazil. Uh, that's not really his name. That 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 sounds like a name that you would pick right out of a. All right, what is the most generic name? That's that's the equivalent of John Smith that has uh, a Latino flair to it. Well, there it is, George Santos. Right? George Santos, right? Right, 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 right. Uh,
1: and- I I'm I, I I love. I mean, there's been a lot of takes. Everybody's familiar with the story. My favorite one is how this is somehow liberals' fault. Somehow this gets blamed on Democrats and liberals that this guy's a fucking liar, can't tell the truth, and there's nothing. He's phonier than a right. than a three dollar bill. Of course,
0: of, of course yeah. Um, uh, there is one important uh, finger point on this, and it's not at a political party. And it is at and I don't even know if it's a finger point. It's a this is what they said would happen. And it is happening. The the death of local media yeah. to have enough people to do the kinds of investigating that you would expect. And we're not talking about some place out in the sticks. We're talking about Long Island. Okay? Uh, And Long Island, um, there was a local paper that did the work. They did the work, and it got ignored. This shit was out there. Interesting. This shit was out there, and it wasn't until two weeks ago when the New York Times uh, came in and did their story that anyone started to pay attention to it. So, you know, maybe more local media, another story besides the one that was published, that should have been enough right there. Mm-hmm. That should have been picked up and more wide been uh, widely distributed more than it clearly wasn't. Uh, so th- that would be if, if you want to get down to the technical issues on on how this got by, everybody. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, stay. Just you just stay as long as you want, George. I love it. I love it because the Republican Party is so well organized and doing so well right now as the uh, party assumes control of the uh, House that they'll, they'll be able to absorb a guy like you. No one will notice. You go ahead and do what you do. If there is anything that is more representative of what the Republican party is and has become in the age of Trump, it's George Santos because Donald Trump, and this fits in perfectly. I'm so glad you brought him up because this fits in perfectly in a way with the full reveal on Trump's taxes last week. Okay. Donald Trump is the two bit phony fraud that, uh, People like you and I thought he was, and we're pretty sure that he was from the minute he came down that escalator. That everything he was about to say then and everything he would say subsequent to that would, for the most part, be a lie. And I thought, I thought that his refusal to ever put out his taxes was going to be the killer. I didn't think it was the John McCain thing. I didn't think it was the Access Hollywood thing, or as it's popularly known, the Hollywood Access tape, um, <laughs> you know, the Muslim ban. I thought that his unwillingness to be transparent about his income taxes, which now has a also a 45-year or so history of candidates doing that at the presidential level, that that would cut through, that even uh, conservatives and Republicans and trumpers would go that seems kind of creepy and I'll play a what aboutism game what if what if Hillary Clinton refused to reveal her taxes right and it it he got away with it mm-hmm. he got away with it right and got elected and you know almost got elected a second time it he he had squashed it he had squashed it. They had kicked the can down the road for years and years and years and years. But everything he said was a lie from minute one, which is, uh, I'm under perpetual audit, so I can't release them. That was a lie. Yes, you could. You could release them at any time. I mean, everything was, was a lie. And now we know why he didn't want anybody to see them, because this is the real question. Had we been able to see his tax returns? back then, and seen what a bad businessman he was, how much money he had lost, what a complete, I have to use the phrase again, House of Cards the uh, Trump organization was, he knows and he knew he maybe couldn't have gotten elected. So that's why he hid them, but we knew that. We knew that there was only one reason why he didn't release his taxes, because if he was as rich and successful as he purported to be, you'd think he'd want to take out full page ads in every newspaper in the country and buy ads on TV <clears> to have people show you his taxes. So we knew that all the way. And now that you can see that he is a money loser and the only year that he made any money while he was president was the one year that he sold off what was left of Fred Trump's inheritance that was passed down to him in the form of Brooklyn and Queens buildings, real estate. So he had that one year where he showed oh, $20 million of income. And that was just, it was just capital gain shit from property that the old man gave him. So Donald Trump is a... <laughs> He's a, he's a lifetime nepotism baby with no skills whatsoever. And when you know a lot of this has been known, but not so specifically, when it was revealed several years ago when The Times first put out a lot of his uh, older tax returns, that Fred Trump had made him a vice president of the Trump organization in the Fred Trump era, whatever it was called then. He'd made Donald Trump a vice president at age nine so he could start paying him a salary and get tax deductions. This is what Trump's do. This is how they are. And Donald Trump has been playing the same game with his kids. Same thing. Uh, Funneling money to them and then deducting it as
1: some kind of business expense. You don't get to do that. He's done all these illegal things. But don't you love the, the back to George Santos, don't you love the, eh, he lied about everything, but eh, we're not going to do anything. We're okay with it. We're fine well, with it.
0: Well, they're, they're, of course, not fine with it, but as always, they're more afraid of their own voters across yeah. the country. Yeah. They really are. Uh, and, you know, since Kevin McCarthy is down... I believe the uh, last check of the tote board was he's down 14 votes. Yeah, he's done. He's 14 away. So don't you think that the one thing he could do now, not that it matters, not that it would change things, what's the difference between 14 and 15? And the answer's not much. Uh, You could... You can get this guy in the corner and say, you're going to resign now. It'll help the party or whatever they would do. You don't even want to take a seat. Don't, don't, don't do that. There'll be a special election, at which point a Democrat would get elected in that. You know, there's no way that a a Republican that would run in that district would would win this time around. They learned their lesson because the next Republican that would run in couldn't have the impeccable credentials of being a gay Latino self-made man like George Santos was. He'd just be a normal garden variety asshole Republican. And that's, a, that, and that's, a, that's it's, it's a it's a Biden district. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But this guy came up with such a compelling biography that uh, the people out there on Long Island, enough of them fell for it. They wouldn't fall for the next one. They'd punish the, yeah,
1: com- a completely McCar- they should do that
0: now. This is a chance. I think to to, to to cut ties with a guy, not that they're going to do it. They, they can't. They, you know, they no, they're
1: not going to do it. No, like if not. Kevin McCarthy says, uh, "I'm not going to seat him," if I am the speaker, we're going, we're not going to seat him. Yeah, you're, yeah, they get
0: more mad at him. I know.
1: That's right. Yeah, okay. Now you're down 20. Now you're down 30. You know. <laughs> Right, oh. right, and then
0: there's no chance to kick a field goal at the end to win the game. Forget you're, it. There's no down, hail mary. You're down several scores. He's down 14. That's that's two scores, <laughs> two touchdowns. You're right.
1: done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Elon Musk. Let's finish up with Elon Musk. <sighs> All right, the rent is too uh, damn high.
0: Elon Musk is uh, cost cutting at Twitter these days, and he didn't pay the rent. On one of the offices in San Francisco, or so says the landlord of the building, filed a lawsuit against Elon Musk, who, by the way, doesn't have a great track record these days in getting sued. Uh, they say that he owes $136,000 of rent. It's on the 30th floor of some fancy building. This, according to the Wall Street Journal, Twitter was told December 16th they had five days to pay or they'd pay in default. That's right. You always have till the the 15th or 16th of the month to pay your rent or pay your mortgage, right? That's always the way it works. Um, Twitter had signed a seven-year lease back in 2017 on that property. And uh, so maybe they'll get evicted. Who knows? Wonder how that's going to work. But that's so Trumpy, right? It is. Not living up to the obligations that you've signed on to. It's a Trumpy move. I mean, what gives him the right to not pay the landlord? What what power on earth gives him the right? You saw last week that, that he did set a world record. He's the first person to ever lose $200 billion in in one year. Really? That's Because funny. of the price of the uh, Tesla stock going down as far as it did. So I understand he's strapped. I think he's down to his last... 120 well, billion or well
1: something. it's not it's not even that it's the fucking the banks that went along with this shit some of the biggest net names in finance who helped finance what 10 or 11 billion dollars of this deal and now they're just kind of looking like uh, this you know barclays bank of america morgan stanley these are all people that are involved <laughs> in this fucking deal no no see I'm, I'm
0: i'm i'm skimming and i'm i'm scanning i i saw you know, twitter put out the numbers they sold 40% more cars in 2022 than 2021. That sounds pretty good. That's a <laughs> yeah. lot more cars, but I see I don't know whether that's that is a good number because maybe they were supposed to sell. Seventy percent more cars. Well, as you you know what the stock. is I, so I don't know whether I, I don't know whether that's like I don't I don't have to. It t- opens Tuesday. I don't know whether they're no. going to go. Oh, Tesla, you're still doing great sure. or not? I don't no, know.
1: No, come on, they're 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 know. shitting they're shitting the bed. That, that that company's sucking wind too because he's over there jacking off on Twitter. That's exactly what's going well, on. They're they're cutting prices on the cars.
0: That tells you everything <laughs> you need to know. I mean, come on, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it used to be you you would order a Tesla. Apparently, you have to wait six months. Now you order a Tesla, you wait six days. Okay? <laughs> Even, in other words, they're making more now right. than, than they can sell. And then once
1: you lose the the value on that thing, and once you lose the panache and the sizzle of it and everything else, the image, then you know it's tits up. It's the same as the Ionic, or it's the same as the you know well, the Honda. It's everything else. But here, here's what I think about Tesla. I mean, that, they're nice cars. I've
0: been in. I was just in one a couple of weeks so They're they're very nice. Um, but there's nothing distinctive in the styling about them. And I think as you look at what's being rolled out by the uh, legacy car makers, they've got better stylists and they're making electric cars that look better and feel more like conventional cars. And and a lot of people, they still want that feel that uh, they've had with their gasoline powered cars you know, as you've been in a Tesla, the only thing that's there is a steering wheel and a screen. That's it. And and a lot of people are not comfortable with that. They're not. They want they want a knob to to turn the volume up and down. I I know this. And and uh I just wonder whether that's going to contribute over time, that little aspect of it is going to contribute over time to the chipping away of their dominance in electric cars. It kind of has to. It's just the law of numbers. You, can't, you, you, just, you just can't grow to the sky. and You,
1: you, can, only, you can only bullshit uh, uh, Wall Street for so long. And you saw what that happened to that stock in 2022. I know the overall market was down, et cetera, et cetera. But those guys took a big, giant shit. They were one of the big losers in the S&P 500 when it came down to it. And that's because the magic's gone. The smoke and the mirrors are gone. I'm sorry, but we've been exposed. We see that this guy is not a genius. He doesn't have the Henry Ford, Steve Jobs, abracadabra bullshit. He's just a jerk. He's just a simpleton jerk. And he likes to go out and he likes to troll people on Twitter. You didn't see, I'm sorry, but you don't see the CEO of of Coca Cola or Home Depot getting on Twitter and calling people fucksticks. It just doesn't happen, Brad. Well, maybe it ought to. And I'm I'm sure that's the fault of the liberals too.
0: (laughs) It always is.